Welcome to the Sales Hacks Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association. Welcome to the Sales Hacks Show. I'm your host, Bill Bannum. And today we're talking about killer lead generation strategies for sales pros. And our guest today is Patty Pokrachak. Patty, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bill. Delighted to be on. The main focus of this interview is uh, towards solopreneurs and SMBs and ways that they can really get their sales going and, and drive interest. So firstly, let's talk about aligning business strategy with the sales channel. So this really core, fundamentally important part of it before you actually start selling. How can small companies play perhaps to the strengths of their salespeople and, and help that shape their sales strategy? It's good to start right at the top. I call it the dreaded P word, planning. And it's like, it's, when, when a, a small business owner has a vision and a, and a mission and they, they, they know how they've been successful in the past, and when they've grown enough to have a small team, it's to make sure that they're trained properly so they know their unique value proposition. They know who their ideal target market. They know what value they bring to that market. It's about when you have a small team, is I always say it's the Monday morning kickoff because I don't think anybody should be cold calling or calling clients unless prearranged on a Monday morning, but it should be 8 o'clock Monday, You've got your team together, review the wins and losses of the previous week, review what's in action for the following week, and what are the learnings, and how can each salesperson or professional learn from each other? Because you have accumulation. Some people are better on the phone. Some people are better on social media. How can they all learn together and just create some synergy? Training, you know, making sure your salespeople are trained in the art of selling and of the art of selling your service or product. That's really key. So there's plenty of homework to be done before jumping straight in there then. Yeah. So in my first role, I remember being taught all about fabbing and uh, features, advantages and benefits and uh, trying to understand what the unique selling propositions were that we, we had. And you help a lot of companies with this. Before we get into the specifics of generating the sales, how can companies get a clear statement of their unique value that uh, their market will be attracted to? Well, it's, it's asking past clients, why did you buy from me? You know, it's going back and doing a survey. Um, if you're not clear and, and to get clarity, I, I, I'm a huge ask person. I'm like a three-year-old always asking, why did you do this? Get feedback. And the best people to get it from is your past clients. Um, really know who your ideal market is and what value you bring to them. Again, like you said, the fab features, people don't buy features, they buy the benefits. So I always I have something what I call my, 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 my client's success sheet or brag sheet. And as a result, my clients have achieved by working with me. Because I, you know, you and I, we can sell. It's really advantageous. But the only thing I can keep on going is, you know, from my knowledge and skills transfer to somebody else. So that's why you should be accumulating and having rave reviews on your website and part of your social media is is rave reviews from your clients and that that's part of your unique value proposition. I guess the only difference is, you know, when somebody asks you, so what do you do, that you you, you don't list a job title, you actually say, We help clients like you do this and for these outcomes, these results. Did you want to, you know, increase your your revenue? Did you want to make sales less fear or more fun? You know, that kind of thing. You sort of lead them to I always call sales this kind of guided journey to knowing your value, knowing your ideal market. It just makes life easy. Another another area that you help 
uh, sales folk and entrepreneurs with is getting that elevator pitch, that all important elevator pitch correct. Uh, so yeah. it, it, it entices interest. Uh, give us some tips about how on earth we do that. Pro athletes, they practice before they have the big game day. When they practice, 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 then the game day and they're ready. Entrepreneurs and many, many salespeople, sales professionals, they practice on their prospects. And that is so wrong. Um, if, if you haven't been fortunate enough to, to have worked at a, at a blue chip company like I did and got two weeks residential sales training course before I was allowed out on, on, on a real client, is you need to find a club, a mastermind, a group, or even just colleagues, you know, a, a, even your small sales team is get feedback, test and make sure that, you know, when you, when you say your spiel, and it is a spiel, when somebody says, what do you do? You can answer with, you know, when you have this problem, I help you solve it. Then you're already starting into the pre-qualification because when you're at a networking event, you want to qualify or disqualify people as fast as you can. So get feedback, test it. When you're, you know, talking to a true prospect is look at their eyes, watch their body language. Are they looking at their watch, their phone, or are they engaged with you? So test, 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 ask questions, get feedback, revise. Practice on your way. If you're going to a networking, practice in your car on the way there. You can never practice too much. And don't have it the same, you know, change it up because people will buy for different reasons. So, and to stop you from getting sounding too canned and too salesy because nobody wants that. You want to come from the heart. We focused a moment ago there on uh, networking and in-person selling. Uh, Let's jump to the heart of this particular interview now here and and look at it at a a higher level. So uh, in terms of the selling process for small businesses, what, what what are the main marketing and sales channels which generate the strongest leads? That's not necessarily the most leads, but the strongest ones. So in-person networking for sure would be, would be one. And, and I'd be keen to hear if you feel that that's the most valuable and what are those other ones which can make an impact? Well, it, it all depends on what you're selling, who your target is, and what the, what, the, what, the, what the average lifetime value of a client could be. If you're selling millions of dollars worth of, of at, a, at a time, like a major contract for a, you know, a SaaS product, an enterprise, like SAP, for example, like you need to, to have those face-to-face meetings. Your sales process is years. But if you're doing a consumer-based business, then you're probably on Instagram, Pinterest, uh, Facebook. If your target is 30 and under, you're on Instagram. If it's like 35 plus and you're female, you're probably on Facebook and Instagram. Kind of want to hedge your bet. But if you're business to business, it's LinkedIn. Like there's no, I'm not sure about Twitter. Uh, you can waste a lot of time on Twitter, but you just think LinkedIn, being active in groups, commenting. I mean, people forget that social is, social means talking to people. It's like a dialogue, not a monologue. So don't don't just shout out and go buy me, buy me, buy me. You have to be engaging. You have to show your expertise by commenting on other people's posts. It's all about engagement. It's all about sharing, and it's not all about you. Put it that way. It's about other people. So in smaller companies, as, as this is our focus today, and I, I've personally had a little bit of experience in working for smaller companies in sales and marketing roles, and uh, I've had different management styles certainly for, from from the top. Uh, who, who is typically involved in the creation and management of the sales funnel activities. Is, is that the sales leader, if there is one? If there isn't one, is it the CEO? Uh, I guess the question should also be, who should it be? 
Who should it be? Well, I, I've been sort of consulting and coaching small business for over 25 years now. And one thing I know for sure, just like Oprah, is if you cannot sell your own product or service, you can't outsource it. You can't hire for that. Because how do you train something or manage a person where you have no skill set? So the first thing when you're building a company, I believe, the strongest companies, when you think of Richard Branson and the Virgin brand, Gary Vee, they are real strong promoters. So, so the vision and the strategy has to come from the top. And when you get big enough and you know how to sell your, your stuff, whether it's a product or service, then you hire a VP of sales or a sales manager or a sales professional. Then you teach them how you've done it. And then you just, you just want to kind of scale and duplicate, rinse and repeat. Once you have a process down that works for you, just go for it. Start scaling. Um, I believe, you know, now more than ever, if you have, if you're big enough to have a marketing coordinator, a marketing manager, you know, they have to work hand in hand tightly with your sales professionals because it's, it's no longer good enough just to say, oh, here, here's some leads, go close them. Oh, what, you can't sell because you can't close my valuable leads when the salesperson can now say, you know what, we don't need to do this anymore. They already know what they need to know. They're halfway through their buying process when we finally get them as a lead. So the whole, you know, the whole process has been turned on its head and it's like, they're in the driving seat now. The leads are driving you. You're not driving the, 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 the sales process anymore. Perfect. Well, that just leaves me to say, Patty, thank you for being the guest today. Thank you, Bill. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Sales Hacks Show. Learn more about the training and benefits from the Canadian Professional Sales Association at cpsa.com.